Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. How are we doing, my people? Uh, good day for your boy. Have some long-standing takes that I'd say age pretty well. I'm recording this podcast before the Sunday night game. Before Russell Wilson against Jimmy Garoppolo. I will react to that game on Tuesday's show. So if you listen on Monday, that'll come. Also some stuff on Tuesday's show. A little look ahead. The Birds, Stafford. Uh, we'll be reacting to the Giants and the Cowboys, obviously. But today, you know, going to take some victory laps, react to the Packers, um, and, and Ken Dorsey losing his you-know-what. That was fun. Make sure if you want to get Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs, Middlecoff Mailbag. If you listen on Colin's feed, make sure you uh, make sure you listen or subscribe, excuse me, to listen to the three and out feed. That's uh, That's the spot to be. But other than that, I wanted to dive into something really quick before we jump into the podcast. Tell you about my friends at AG1 by Athletic Greens. And listen, I have family members, mainly my mother, who takes all these vitamins every single morning. You know, like has the huge thing, takes a bunch of vitamins. I know a lot of people do. For me, that's not even a possibility. One, I don't have the discipline. And two, it's just too big of a pain. But I do want to be healthy. And I do want to improve my immune system. I do want high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics going into my body. And the easiest way to do that is with AG1. I take eight ounces of water, I pour the AG1 in there, and it tastes fantastic. Approves, it improves gut health, my immunity, I feel better, and it's easy to do. Just every morning, pour it in the water, drink it, you're off and running. It's very easy to get into a routine. And to make it very easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and 5 travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash 3andout. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash 3andout to take ownership over 
your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, well, well. Where where do we start? Uh, I, I think we have to begin with uh, the game of the day. At least the Fox National game of the day. And that was two Super Bowl contenders. The greatest quarterback of all time. I think it's fair to call Rodgers a top... For me, he's a top fringe, top five, five quarterback of all time. And I said it all week going into this game. The only thing that mattered was the Packers finding a way to win. Like last year, they got curb stomped in their first game. Same thing happened this year. And they turned around their season. Now, this team is built a lot differently than last year. Mainly because Devontae Adams, who's now on a team that is a full-on disaster, we'll talk about it a little bit later. And the Packers are built differently. They are built, we talked about it leading up to this game, to get into, let's call it what it is, a street fight with teams like the Bucks, the Rams, and the 49ers. Because the last several years, they have not been able to do that when it mattered. They weren't physically tough enough. Mentally toughness, we can question you. You'll never truly know that until the playoffs because I thought the last couple years they were mentally tough and then they failed in the playoffs. But I do think it's easier to be mentally tougher when you are just a physically tougher team. And the physical toughness of the Packers today, they held Tom Brady and listen, they got a ton of injuries on offense. Tom's getting up there in age even though he still looks fantastic. They were kind of relying on like playoff Lenny and Russell Gage. Regardless though, you got to find a way to win in 12 points. When Rodgers, you know, he had a bad pick. It's not like he was lighting the world on fire after those first couple drives because the Packers came out swinging, and they won. That's Coward talks about this all the time, and it's so true. I, I, I say it when it comes to basketball and baseball, how meaningless most individual games are. That is not the case in football. We see it on Saturdays, and we definitely see it on Sundays. Every game matters. And when you're playing other playoff teams, especially when you factor in Swing games when it comes to seeding. Home field advantage is so meaningful because it's only a one-off in the playoffs. Now, the Packers have lost multiple home games the last couple years, right? They lost to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two years ago, and they lost to the 49ers last year. Two games, hosting playoff games, that is the goal of any season. If I tell you right now, regardless who your team is, they have in the first or second round a home playoff game That means your regular season was a wild success, right? You won your division. The only way to get a home playoff game in the first or the second round means you are a divisional champion. And the Packers have taken care of business. And I still would bet on them. I said it last week when we saw Cousins play on Sunday. uh, Was it Sunday or Monday Monday night football against the Birds? That as long as Kirk Cousins is their quarterback and Rodgers is the Packers quarterback... I will take the Packers to win the NFC North. I feel even better about that today. Though, they are not going to be as sexy as Minnesota is some games. Throwing all these touchdowns to Thielen and throwing touchdowns to Jefferson. Like, the Packers are rolling with Alan Lazard. Sammy Watkins is on injured reserve. Shocker. You know, the guy only gets hurt every year. But this team is so much more physical now on defense. And running the ball, we know they've been able to do that last couple years, but they're really going to rely on it. And at the end of the day, they still have Aaron Rodgers. So when he's a little off, whatever. I'll still lean with Aaron Rodgers a little off more than 99% of quarterbacks. Even Tom Brady. Today was somewhat of a struggle today. A lot of dinking and dunking because that's what he had to do. And that comes down to a two-point play. They're right there. And when you have a great quarterback and you have a physical defense, you're always going to have a chance. Like, do I love what I see out of the Bucs through three games? Of course not. They're missing all these players. They're relying on older players on the outside. 
But at the end of the day, they have a top-notch defense and they have Tom Brady. And if the Packers can basically copy that, which I think they have been trying to do, you will go into a playoff game with Aaron Rodgers and a really good defense. If you have that, I like my chances in the playoffs. What has been their problem the last several years in playoff games? Defense let them down. Now, last year, ironically, the offense let them down. But if you bring that, and especially if you're going to play a game at Lambeau, because one thing there is no avoiding, that when they get a home playoff game in Lambeau, whether that's in the first round or whether, I guess now, only the one seed gets the bye, that, you know, it's going to be freezing cold. It is going to be cold. And more than likely, the game is going to be ugly. Think back to when Tom Coughlin's face froze off. Think back to last year against the 49ers. The simple reality is that you got to find a way to win in ugly games. And I do think they're built much more toward that this season. And listen, you can say whatever you want. Ugly wins. This is, this is the NFL. This is the sport of football. Winning is the only thing that matters. It's the only thing we'll judge you on. And I got a lot of coaches who can't win, and we're going to dive into right now, that they would give anything to have a win and not a loss. Doesn't matter if it's pretty. It doesn't matter. Uh, Lincoln Riley, I stayed up late last night watching USC, Oregon State. You know, when the dust settled, USC, ugly game, they won. That's all that matters. And I got to give the Packers credit. I said, you just got to win. They figured it out. Let's get into some teams that are in, in shambles. And I've been thinking a lot about this because I give the media a lot of shit because they, they just, you know, in the sport of football, agents and currying favor with future head coaches and head coaches is a big part of their job. I don't necessarily blame them, right? You need their access for the stories you're writing. Even though, you know, I don't really know who's reading all these stories in 2022 as much as we used to maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago with the, with the newspapers, but I'm still a sucker for the athletic. I understand and I respect the job of needing access to do your job. Like ultimately, I don't need any access. My job is predicated on me just giving opinions on what I see. I don't need to be able to text a guy in a front office. Now, I'm lucky enough to know some of these people, and sometimes I piss them off with things I say because I feel obligated to you guys, the consumer. The only fucking thing I care about is just trying to represent the guy sitting on his couch who watches something and sees it being a disaster. And people often think I have emotion towards certain takes. No, I I do believe in what I say. So when I give a take and I believe it, I'm not going to pivot off it until I'm proven to be wrong and then I have no choice. CC Jalen Hurts. I thought he was a running back coming out of college. Right now, he's been one of the better quarterbacks in the league so far this season. I have no problem saying I'm wrong. But when I am right, and I'm right on several things right now, let's start, and here's the thing on the media. I think football and politics have some similarities. Media narratives can really grow. And they can influence the way we think. Now, in politics, it's a little differently different because ultimately, politicians, they all kind of fail and none of it ever matters. It's all just a bunch of fluff BS. Where for those of us in the private sector, we either like, if we fail, if we stop making money, we go under. If we don't produce at our job, we get fired. In football, you can have the greatest hype train. And let's face it, Josh McDaniels had that hype train. And I'm guilty. I believed what I was reading. I believed like Josh McDaniels is going to figure it out, even though he has a long history going back 12, 15, or however many years ago it was with the Denver Broncos, right? What was it? 08 and 09, maybe 09 and 10. That's a long time ago. And I've given him a benefit of the doubt. Like, listen, I, I was, you can't compare 10 years ago to any of us, to us now 
if you've progressed, if you've learned, if you've gotten better at whatever you do. But then just not that long ago, right, five years ago, he pulled out of the Colts job. Another pretty big red flag. And you start thinking like, you know, something a little off. But then he started doing all this like introspection, look in the mirror. He had Dan Pompey and all these guys writing these articles on him. And I was like, this guy, Belichick, he's going to come and crush it. And he takes over a team. Think about this. The Raiders last year won 10 games. Their coach was fired early in the season because of the, the text message scandal. And then a wide receiver two weeks later killed an innocent girl and her dog and is in jail currently. So, And he was a good player. So they lost their coach. John Gruden is a $100 million man. Their star first-round pick, who was becoming a stud, went to jail because of murder. And still their team rallied together with an interim coach who was the special teams coach, the core of the team. Derek Carr, Max Crosby, Colton Miller, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. And they won 10 games. And they made it to the playoffs. It's one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen. They had no business winning like seven once those things happened. Most teams would have unraveled. But the core of their team, good players, high character guys, held it together. Rich gets fired. They get Josh McDaniels. Then all of a sudden, Devontae Adams is like, you know what, Green Bay? I'm tired of this place. I'm a West Coast guy. Send me back West. Somehow, Devontae Adams is able to force his way out, goes to the Raiders. And Devontae Adams, the last three years, has been one of the best players in football and been a part of a team that won 39 games, 13 games a season. That's what the Packers are doing. So their core group of guys that Josh McDaniels inherited literally just made the playoffs. Devontae has been part of one of the best teams in the sport and their second best player kicking everyone's ass. So he inherits a group, playoff players for the Raiders, adds a winning star player. Yet somehow, I'm watching the Raiders today and they're 0-3. And today was an embarrassment. And listen, Hackett has gotten a ton of shit, but know this, and I'm recording this part before the Sunday night game. Hackett took over the Denver Broncos, who have been losing the last several years. And I say it all the time. Russell Wilson's a great player. Every offensive coordinator he's ever had has been fired. Yet Josh McDaniels, like, somehow turned the media on his side when usually the Patriot guys are all hated. Yet he is a disaster. They had to delay a game, and then coming out of the delay a game, they had to call a timeout. Stuff that if he was coaching for the Dallas Cowboys... Like Hackett on national, we'd be shitting on him. But somehow, Josh McDaniel's been flying under the radar. And I saw this quote again today. He keeps talking about, we need to learn how to win. No, Josh, you need to learn how to win. The Raiders last year won 10 games playoff team. Devontae Adams, all the guy can do in the playoffs is win. Or all the guy can do in the NFL is win. That's all he's been a part of. I had someone text me today involved in football that was like only the Raiders could get Devontae Adams and become worse in the red zone. I don't know how it's possible, but it's taking shape and taking place in front of our eyes. Josh McDaniels, utter disaster. And I'll be the first to say, I didn't see that coming. I picked the Raiders to make the playoffs. I thought he was be good. I bought into the media hype. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up using the promo code COLIN. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Get paid your winnings fast. So sign up today with promo code COLIN for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, 
official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-888-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built... The boxes from scratch had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older. 
who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. People I'd never bought into the media hype. The media loved them. I refused. Let's start. Let's move down the list. Brandon Staley, one of the media's favorites. And I've said it all along. I'm born and raised in California. I can sniff and smell out a fraud from a mile away. Lived around them my entire life. People that say one thing and do another. It's part of the ethos of where I'm from. I know these people better than anyone. And Brandon Staley, I sniffed him out early. I said, something is off. Because I know when a guy actively tries to play the media, like politicians, the media is their mark and they know how to use them and manipulate them. And I saw Brandon Staley using all these words, playing some of the media favorites with analytics and calling them by their first name. It was just, he was putting on a clinic. But for me, I'm not impressed by any of that. Mainly, I don't really give a shit, but I know when it's like he's doing that on purpose because deep down he's a fraud. And a lot of people are like, Middlecoff, you're just a hater. I didn't hate, I don't even care about the guy. But my point is, something's off. Last year, he had a top five quarterback. And they missed the playoffs. Like I said, losing to the Raiders in a must-win game. Then this year, lose a game last week on the road that they should have won against the Chiefs. It's like, okay, listen, playing the Chiefs, one of the best teams in the league, even if you should win the game, quarterback gets a little banged up, whatever. Then you play the Jags, who the Jags have been the, they've had the number one overall pick the last two seasons. So literally, they have been the worst NFL team for two years running. Last year is one of the all-time great debacles. We Some people were even like, Trevor Lawrence sucks. Hell, even I started to think, like, is the guy that good? Well, it turns out, Fraud Meyer, who, you know, who's actually pretty good on TV, he's a college guy, even though I don't know if he'd be quite as good of a college guy anymore because now everyone can pay the players. That was a huge point of difference for him at Florida and Ohio State. He could cheat. Not everyone could cheat. Now that days are gone. But Fraud Meyer, let's not spend any time talking about him because they get Doug Peterson, who's won a Super Bowl. High-level guy. Know him. Super high-character guy. Obviously knows offense. Had a lot of success in the NFL. Won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. And I watched him today play Brandon Staley. And you can go, oh, Brandon Staley had a bunch of injuries. Joey Bosa got hurt. Slater got hurt. I get it. They had some injuries. Here's what I know. Like I said, the Jags were literally the worst fucking team in the league for 24 straight months. And most people coming into this league, maybe some football nerds, thought they were going to suck again. They just beat the Chargers. I, last time I checked the score, 38-10. to 10. Was that the final? 38-10? to 10? You can't convince me that Brandon Staley is not a fraud. And then today, late in the game, they are getting curb stopped, absolutely killed. 
And Justin Herbert, who's battling a tough SOB, battling through some rib injuries, is still in the game. What are we doing? Like, your defense is getting worked by Doug Peterson. Of course it is. He is an infinitely better coach than you. But then, the only hope your franchise has, with Joey Bosa on the sideline, with Slater on the sideline, two great players, is this quarterback who is banged up and you leave him in the game. Do you get what's going on? Or did somehow you just work your way to this job? And part of it is Dean Spanos loves a good cheap coach. Staley's not making that much. And I said it over and over again. People thought I was crazy because I have an agenda. I have no agendas. If Staley was good, I'd be the first to tell you. If if Josh McDaniels and the Raiders were a high-level organization, I'd be the first to tell you. If Steve Sarkeesian knew what he was doing, I'd be the first to tell you. But you watch these teams. I know you do, I do, and they suck. And you go... How is this possible? And the only reason it's possible is because guys are over their head. The reality at the sport of football, there have been a ton of good coordinators well before I was born in 1984 and a ton since. A small percentage of them are meant to be good head coaches. Just like a small, there's been a million quarterbacks play all over the country, Division One, Division Two, play college football. A small percentage of those guys make it to the NFL. Then a small percentage of the group that makes it to the NFL is actually good at playing quarterback. It is very, very hard to be a good head coach and a good quarterback. We see it every single year. We see it every single decade. We see it in all sports. And Brandon Staley is clearly a good coordinator. We think he only had one good year, but he is a terrible head coach. Like it's, he just got beat 38 to 10 at home to the Jags. Like, listen, Jags, good little story. Doug's a Super Bowl winning coach, 38 to 10, pretty gutless effort by your guys. And then the Cardinals, like I'm not taking a victory lap on this one. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in anything they represent. Last year, I was thinking watching today, the, the, uh, the Rams just kind of work them, even though the score was actually closer. Stafford was having a weird game. It's like, this team is just not good. You know, ultimately the Chargers, even when they're missing some guys, like they should be, like they have no excuse to not make the playoffs. To me, I think we're going to look back and go, isn't it pretty nuts? Isn't it pretty wild that uh, the Cardinals made the playoffs in the 2021-2022 season? Isn't that pretty crazy? Because they're never going to make the playoffs again. Like they suck. They're, they are not good. They're not a well-run organization. They don't have a winning football coach. Their quarterback is kind of just, he can pull things out of his butt, but for the most part, like I'm watching him, he just seems like not that good right now. He had those couple moments against the Raiders, but watching him today, it's like, I just don't see it. Now, you could say he's missing some players. Okay, a lot of people are missing some players. You either find a way to get it done or you don't, and I think the cards are in major trouble. To me, the Chargers, the Cards, like this thing can fall off the rails fast. And I think the question will be for the Cards, if they have a disastrous season, would you fire everyone? You just gave them five-year extensions. Hey, Dean Spanos, you have this coach, because everyone keeps telling me Sean Payton's going to the Dallas Cowboys. Sean Payton's going to the Dallas Cowboys. Why would Sean Payton want to go to the Dallas Cowboys? He has an owner who's 78, 79, 80 years old. Feels like he's losing a little bit, even though he entertains me. I think it's one thing to be entertained by Jerry Jones. It'd be another thing to work for him. He has Dak Prescott, which good guy, high character, had a pretty good story, made a lot of money, but would you want him as your quarterback if you had to choose? If I'm Sean Payton, I call Dean Spanos and be like, can we work out a deal? Now, here's the thing, Dean. You're making money hand over fist just because of the league making you money, because of the enormous contracts the league has signed with CBS, NBC, ABC, ESPN. Like, we get it. You love putting money in your savings account. But how about do this? You have a coach who's a complete fraud and he's terrible. Fire the guy when this season ends and go hire Sean Payton. And if I'm Sean Payton, like, listen, the going rate for me is $15-plus million a year. That's what it costs. 
That's what Andy makes. That's what uh, McVay makes. You know, Kyle makes a little bit less. Like that, that's the going rate, right? Hell, college coaches are making eleven or twelve. So instead of paying a guy five six million dollars to embarrass yourself every year, go get a real coach, pay him a premium, get him with Justin Herbert, and give your franchise a chance to not be one of the great underachieving franchises we've ever seen. And last but not least. I will take somewhat of a victory lap on this. Because like I said, the media anointed this guy. And I get it. People like other people. There are certain people that I rooted for. Matt Nagy is a friend of mine. I rooted for him with the the Bears, even when it wasn't going well. I understand it. But this guy, like Matt Nagy, made the playoffs twice. Steve Sarkeesian, once, he gets so much credit for what he did at the University of Washington. He took over a program, I'm pretty sure it was 1-11 the year that he got the job. Tyrone Willingham got fired. And he started winning like seven games a year. Literally for like six straight years. But here was the problem. He took a terrible program, started winning like six, seven games. That program had NFL players everywhere. And then Sark, in the middle of the night, goes to USC. And Chris Peterson comes from Boise. Takes that same program to the playoffs. Why? Because Chris Peterson's a good coach. And the only thing we judge you in coaching, like ultimately how good you are at practice, how good you are with the media, how good you are with your team... We talk a lot about that, but ultimately you're judged on do you win or do you lose? And for whatever reason, I can't put my finger on it beside, I don't know, maybe he's just not a good head coach. Steve Sarkeesian always loses. He's 7-9 and nine at Texas. And listen, you lose to Alabama, you lose to Oklahoma, we get it. Last year, loses to Kansas. This year, loses to Texas Tech. Like, are you ever going to win a fucking game when people are like, just win the game? But he doesn't. And I, I don't know what else to say. And I think people really want him to be good so badly because he's really liked. And listen, I've had friends that have had addiction. I lost a friend a couple years ago that had some serious issues. Most of us, the older you get, are going to be around it, whether it be in family, whether it be in friends. So I try not to hold what happened at USC, you know, quote unquote, off the field. The problem was is he carried it onto the field. And I can never look at him the same once players were saying he coached the game drunk. He came to the team meeting wasted, even though he resurrected his career, I guess, as a coordinator. Well, clearly as a head coach, whether it's getting his life back on track, which everyone's rooting for the good story, and I I get it, but he just can't figure it out. And he looks lost on the sideline. His teams are soft. Yesterday, Texas Tech, Texas literally paid more money for their team, their coordinators, than any team in the country. And all everyone told me, watch out for Texas. They're locked and loaded. They bought all these guys. They got the best running back in the country. He signed all these players with all the money. And then I watched him against Texas Tech. Texas freaking Tech, who just fired their coach, beats them. Like, I I just, what else needs to be said at this point? Uh, And last but not least, there was a a Ken Dorsey video. And it, it really hit me. Ken Dorsey... The Bills lose this crazy game. I didn't watch that much of it, even though a big story is Tua got a concussion, then they claimed it was his back, and now they're all running, and the media's going to freak, whatever. I can't even keep up. Dolphins are 3-0. Pretty impressive. And they're playing on Thursday night, 3-0. Listen, I I bet against them. Didn't see that coming. Obviously, I would have hammered the Bills this week, and the Bills lose the game. But so at the end of the game, wide receiver, he runs out of, he instead of running out of bounds, the Bills don't have any tight ends or any timeouts left. He kind of does these moves. Stays in bounds. There's 10 seconds. He's, they're not able to snap the ball. So they, the game basically ends on that. I bet most people saw the end. But what they definitely saw is the viral video of Ken Dorsey losing his shit. And I thought to myself, a lot of people, it, it's funny, and it's, it's, just, it's an easy thing to share on social media via a clip, but 
it resonated with me like that's why the NFL's won. That's why football's number one. Because every game, every snap, every divisional game, it, it just couldn't mean anymore. And that moment of that coach losing his shit, shattering the iPad, shattering his play sheet, pencils flowing everywhere, is no different than you sitting at home having $100 on that game and losing. You sitting at home that needed that extra yard in fantasy football and your guy going out of bounds instead of getting it, losing your mind because you lose to your buddy. You sitting at home watching your favorite team. If you're a Raider fan, if you're a Charger fan, if you're a Cardinal fan, if you're whoever fan, and your team, if you're a Pats fan, you being furious with you losing. That, to me, represents football. The fans, the coaches, the players, it all means so much. You know, it just, when something happens, it just feels so devastating. It's no different when something good happens, it feels incredible. Like, if you're a Dolphins fan right now, you're on top of the world. We'll see the Giants-Cowboy game, but if you're a Giants fan right now, you're 2-0. and You're thinking, if we get the Cowboys, we're 3-0. and We're right there with the Eagles. We haven't even played them yet. And there, there is nothing like the urgency in the sport of football. You see it on Saturdays. I watched so many games yesterday where it's like, everything's on the line right here. Even though it might not technically be, but Clemson-Wake Forest. It felt like Clemson's chance to make the playoffs. They lose this, they're in trouble. USC, like Lincoln Riley's got them back. He's on the ropes on the road. Florida, Tennessee, like is Tennessee going to be Florida? Is this really going to happen? How much it meant to those 100,000 people watching. I think Michigan's going to kick Maryland's ass. Turns out Tua's brother's pretty good. Maryland gives them a game. All of a sudden, it's like Michigan's season could be derailed right here. Obviously, in the NFL, how much everything means. And I love those moments. And I think that I say it all the time. One reason football's really pulled apart is the, is the power and the urgency and the importance in everything we watch. Now, maybe I'm hyping it up a little bit, but the other sports don't hold the... This is week three. This is week three. I say it all the time. Like, I love baseball. I like baseball as a 37-year-old guy about to be 38. Most of my demo does not. They do not consume it. And when I say I like it, I don't watch it that much anymore. Though I used to a lot more. And Aaron Judge, who is from the Valley, Fresno State guy, I couldn't be a bigger fan of Aaron Judge. I don't know how you could not root for him. Elite player, having an elite season, high character guy. He's just the total package. He is everything you want in a superstar in any sport. Well, yesterday, ESPN, of course they would. They're run by a bunch of Northeast academic elites who probably love the Yankees. But the simple reality is Texas, Texas Tech is on. And if I'm a UT grad or Texas Tech guy or I have money on the game, I don't give a shit about Aaron Judge. I I couldn't care any less. And part of that is just the sport is not as important. And what's the record he's really going for? 61? What does that mean? Maybe call me a Giants fan. Barry Bonds holds the record. I mean, what are we talking about here? And they kept going to his ABs. Like, no one watching that game cares about the ABs. Why? Because Texas, Texas Tech means a lot. In a weird way, it's crazy to say, but the Yankees star outfielder who's having one of the greatest seasons in the history of the franchise. And the Yankees are easily, you put every team on the open market, they would get more than like 90% of NFL teams. Yet the AB for this moment is completely irrelevant to everyone watching Texas and Texas Tech. If we wanted to watch that, we would stream it somewhere else. But if we're watching that game, which a lot of people were, we do not care about Aaron Judge. And like, listen, I think about it all the time. This is the sport that I'm most known for. I'm very lucky. 
to have to talk about football that just means the most to people in this country. And it feels every week, all this stuff happening, the game even separates from the pack. It's wild, insane day. Have a lot more stuff coming up on uh, on Tuesday's show. But uh, what a day for football. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts